0: Hey and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast. Guys, I'm super pumped that you are here today hanging out with the Mayor and my friend Holly Linder. She is uh, just a ball of energy and a lot of fun to talk to. Uh, We had a good conversation about her newest role uh, and her new role in the agency and her experiences as an account manager and using social media to drive in leads and to drive in business. She kind of gives us a play-by-play of each platform, what she does, the content she puts out. It's a really good uh, episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Before we get to it, I do want to talk to you about my friends over at Smart Choice. They are the fastest-growing agency network for a reason. No lengthy contracts. No upfront fees. And they share in bonus and contingencies. Uh, Go to smartchoiceagents.com, tell them the mayor sent you, and uh, you'll be so proud that you did. Next, I got to talk to you about my friends over at Agency Performance Partners. Guys, uh, I I hear all the time in my 18 years plus experience in this industry uh, people ask me all the time uh, "Do Do you know of a good account manager? Do you know of a good agent, a good producer? Uh, A good, uh, you know, director of first impressions. I I need help in my agency. We're struggling to find help. Agency performance partners, Kelly Donahue-Piro, myself, her team, uh, they put together an incredible course that launched January 15th on hiring, onboarding, training, and retaining your top talent uh, or top talent in your agency uh, or for your agency, however you want to look at it. Um, It it is a great course with templates, job descriptions. Uh, It gives you just a playbook on where to post, how to post it, how to do the job interviews, the whole nine yards. It's a great course. And we're past the 50% off, but it's still a phenomenal course to purchase, even at full price. I am so proud of this course. They have so much other stuff on their website you could check out as well, agencyperformancepartners.com go check that out and you'll be so happy that you did and uh moving on so today's episode as I mentioned is my good friend Holly Linder we have connected on social media and I just knew it was a matter of time before I got her on the show uh I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did sit back relax and enjoy my conversation with Holly Linder (laughs) Holly Linder! What's happening, girl?
1: It's me. I'm here. How are you?
0: I am so good, and it's so cool to have you on the show. We've talked a bunch on LinkedIn. You've commented on my stuff. I've watched you on social. We have this social friendship. Yep. But it's cool to be able to see you face-to-face on Zoom. Bom bum, bum. Yes. But it's still fun to get to see you, though, and hang out with you okay. off of LinkedIn.
1: Exactly. I love it. Dude,
0: dude, I love it. So what what have you been up to? So life for you looks like what right now?
1: Okay. Well, I'm a Southern girl, but I have been transplanted into Chicagoland, uh, which I love. um, And uh, been in the insurance industry for about 15 years at this point. 15 and, okay uh, yeah 15 years i fun fact about me my degree is in elementary education and i, I was gonna you- get into
0: that was yeah you're you
1: beating me yep. to
0: it was where you're going down your memory lane
1: yeah so, memory lane.
0: yeah I, I gotta hear some more about that here in a minute but keep rolling okay okay, okay. so, so
1: yeah yep. doing that yeah i grew up teaching um I got my degree 1993. Oops, from uh, Mem- Memphis State. It was Memphis State then. I really have a hard time calling it anything else. You know, it's it's technically the, the University of Memphis now, but I'm like, my degree says Memphis State. So there you go. Um, and so I taught school for a few years, and I had kids, and I stayed home with them, and I kind of dabbled, and I did some some sales for a paramedical company. And um, then I taught some more. And then I ended up in insurance industry. And um, strange to say, I love it. I feel like it really gives me a place where I can grow. I can use my voice because I talk a lot. And um, so that in a nutshell is my (laughs) My journey. Okay. I could go on for a long time.
0: Well, I want to hear a couple of things first. Let me okay. back you up. What are your thoughts on Penny Hardaway?
1: I love him. I love him dearly. And you will not ever change my mind. I will stand on this hill loving Penny Hardaway.
0: That he, I mean,
1: he played when I was in college. And right. so yeah. that is, I, those were some of the best memories. Yep. And we played in a stadium, a facility called the pyramid at that time. Oh yeah. And uh, which is really not a good place to have basketball games. I mean, the seating, I mean, think What's of it, a- it, it's a building that does this. So imagine what the seating does. It was a, it was a mess, but Um, That was such a fun time um, for sports in Memphis because he was just uh, beyond magnificent.
0: And now he's back.
1: And now he's back. We have begged for him for years, years. I mean, we've had a slew of bad coaches and I will dump John Calipari into that because I don't like him. He made me, he was my friend. He really was. And he made me mad. And so he, I will stop saying things about him. Well, because uh, it won't be good.
0: But you know, you got Penny back. I'm glad to hear you're a fan. The pyramid is now Bass Pro Shop, so there's that. Yes, which is you know, yeah. life has changed a little bit. Um, yep. But okay, so then from there, I had to ask you that first because you okay. said you're a sports girl. Yep. Who? How does one go from Memphis to where you're at now? What happened there? What's the deal? Is you worked at agency for ten years, right?
1: Yeah. yeah I I never pictured myself anywhere but Memphis, honestly, but um to just sum things up and um, maybe be a little vague. some life <laughs> changes happened and um I ended up here and it's been the absolute best thing for really,
0: me. okay. Well, there you go. Okay, so you stayed in the insurance industry in the same type of role when you
1: moved. Pretty much, yeah. I was doing.
0: Tell um, me your role. Tell me your role now. Tell me your role then. Okay. What? Is, tell my audience what you do in the insurance industry.
1: Okay, my role now is I'm called the client services manager, which encompasses basically the ins and outs of everything day to day to, um, handle customers, keep them happy, help retain them. Um, and then from that, there's, there's so many other things that it kind of moves into the marketing aspect, which is my true love. And, um, but also there's, um, staff communications and, I don't know. It just, it's a lot, which is like how I was at my old agency. You end up, and I think this is true with smaller agencies, you end up wearing a whole lot of hats. And, and I like that. I'm kind of, I I like that flow and um, it just serves me well. At my, I'll tell you my old agency. I was uh, my title, was marketing director, and and it was buying ads. Um, like we, for example, um, would do ad, all kinds of different ads with the Memphis Tigers at the stadium the as an insurance ads. agency. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And um, it was everything. It, it was a lot of outward networking to keep us relevant in society so it was a it was a whole lot of that so and, and I was licensed at the time so I would start I started out doing producing mm-hmm. not a lot sales aren't my thing I mean I like to talk but I really don't want to sell things I just you want sound to like an account guests.
0: manager now <laughs> yeah
1: you sound like an account
0: manager all
1: right yeah. go ahead okay So, you know, just started with the basics and then moved on from there. And they saw that I was um, marketing, social media, all of that. Getting out in the community was my thing. And so they really just let me run with that. And it was great. Um, You know, going to golf tournaments, going to Chamber of Commerce meetings, just being out with people. And I love that. I'm just, I'm a people person. And um, so that's what I love.
0: So that's, it's interesting because I have said for years that I see a future in insurance agencies where there is a staff member that's solely like a marketing rep for your agency. Agreed. Or a social media director. Yeah. And a lot of agencies don't have the guts, so to speak, to jump out there and just do that. Just hire somebody just to go be a marketing rep or the face of the agency. Right. Or a social media director or both. And I think that's cool that you've been doing it for 15 years almost now. Mm -hmm. And so I gotta start with, were you an early adopter of social media or did you come to the party late on social media? Oh no,
1: early early i was all up in it i'm like ooh i can talk to people all over the place <laughs> within this one forum this is awesome yeah and so yeah i have always it's always just been an interest of mine and uh, it just has grown over time and then even more so during during the pandemic i mean the pandemic took this big world of ours and really made it small because here you and I are talking hundreds of miles away where we can see each other and we happened across each other on LinkedIn and, you know, it's just you you develop relationships you never could have developed without social media and then the pandemic kind of forcing us all into more of these relationships.
0: Yeah, you're 100% correct. So to start with you with All the way back to, like, MySpace or Facebook? Oh, God, okay.
1: No, I I, never MySpace, never. Really? I will, will look, on a Bible, I swear I never did MySpace.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, So the ads at the Memphis Grizzlies, and then you got into the Facebook. Talk to me about, as an account manager, and that's, I think, in my opinion, you might be a rare breed in the fact of, I go into a lot of agencies. And I talk to a lot of agencies. I have a lot of friends in the agency world. There's account managers that want to go in, clock in, get their work done, and clock out.
1: Well, I am I'm not a clock in at nine, clock out at five kind of person. I mean, that's just I, I might physically do that, but I'm just I get so much more invested in people and in teams and and I have ambition and motivation and i want to make i want to make me my best self and that's not going to happen in one day i mean it's an evolving process and i'm and i'm passionate about that i love that and um you know my work is such a reflection of me and so i i enjoy digging in with who my, what my agency is, what my team is. And then, because when I came on board at Allegiance, that's where I am now. Love shout out to Allegiance. Love them. Maggie Koble, my boss, love her. Um,
0: and that's Allegiance Insurance Solutions.
1: Services, yeah. Services, shoot,
0: I was yes. so close.
1: You were very close. So you get a B plus on that. Um, the, the teacher and me gives you a B plus. Uh, so thankfully they allow me to kind of spread my wings and, and, and do things and help us figure out our brand. Um, before I came along, there wasn't anybody really doing a lot of that. It was, I think they were in survival mode. Like they, you know, it was like, they were busy, 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 and, um, had grown so much they needed to add a person. So along comes me. And um, I mean, I'm not saying I'm all great or anything, but I think it was just good timing for everybody. They hired me and it shifted the workload for everyone. But um, Maggie knew about my past job, where I was able to do a lot of branding and um community work and things like that and she that's what she envisioned for allegiance she had done some of that herself but I mean she's the boss there's not exactly the boss doesn't usually have time for all that and so I was determined to help her with that and um it's been I've been at allegiance two and a half years now and so um you know, we've, we've really grown. And, and again, back to Maggie, she let me experiment with things and try this and try that, um, to help get me to where I am now. I, I don't, allegiance didn't have a whole lot of a brand or a niche or niche. However, however you say it, I think I yeah, say niche.
0: I say niche. Okay. Let's, let's, let's rewind two years. Yep. Give me, this could be fun. Give me one of the things that you did that worked really, really well. And then we're mm-hmm. going to get into ones that didn't. But I do want to hear one of the things you did early on as agency, other account managers, other agency owners, other whoever listening. Tell them, you know, one of the things that you did, maybe that's unique. Maybe that's different than you've seen out there. Maybe something. give me something that worked. I've okay. rambled enough to get you to think. And now you you, I it. know.
1: My brain, I'm like firing all, on all cylinders right now. I'm like, I have a lot. A lot that I could say. Um, So what I feel like was the main thing when I came on and I got trained and settled and everything, um, I started looking at their social media and I'm like, there's not a lot happening right here. And so I took over the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of it. um, And consistently, began posting, following other people in the industry, um, interacting with those people. And as a result, I I don't like bragging on myself, but so just consider these facts, I guess, but as a result,
0: I'm interviewing you on my show. I don't to brag.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, You know, we went from like a hundred something followers on Instagram to almost six hundred. I think we had two followers on Twitter, and now it's—I don't even know how many. It's—it's in the hundreds. Um, All kinds of analytics that, which I love to study analytics. I'm an analytics nerd. I mean, so um, it's that was where I dove in was the social media. Let me take this over. Let me do some studying because here I was new to the Chicagoland area as well. I mean, I kind of had to study society because it's very different and see where does allegiance fit in. And so since then, you know, I've grown the social media. I Doing doing
0: what? What did you start off doing to help you
1: the, the very first thing is posting consistently. And that is key. You know this. I'm, I'm preaching to the choir right now. You have to post consistently. It don't, I mean, yes, is there, yes, can you post too much? Okay. But you've got to make it consistent. And, and then at the same time, you be studying trends in social media, like what are people posting that others like for your industry? And so what you'll find is the more you post and the more you study, you're going to find new people to follow that are going to follow you back. And then you're going to interact with them. They'll interact with you. I mean, it's just this, it's a ripple effect and everything grows from there. And then before you even know it, you have a brand out there. And it makes creating more content easier because you know where you're going. You know who your market is. And so it's all about, you know, I I hear of agencies and it almost makes me get argumentative, but I have to mm, um, (laughs) say, oh, we don't use social media. That's dumb. Why not? It's free for one thing. It is 100% free advertising for you. It's your, and not only are you advertising, you're networking with other people in your community. We've developed leads from the those very networks that that we've built. And I mean, what are you doing if you're not getting leads? Right, and that's the and thing these are organic. For, We're not buying these leads. Right, it's these are that's good the leads.
0: Yep, and that's the thing I tell people. I was on a, a show yesterday. Um, and I was talking to somebody and part of my story is I've been in this industry 20 years. Nobody knew who he, I mean, I should say nobody, but I didn't have the presence that I do now two years ago, three years ago, until I really dove in on the social. And now, you know, I get messages every day. My life is different. I'm speaking at events and I'm doing things and not because i again going back to the bragging thing. But because I did get active and involved on social, I found groups to get involved in. I found ways to to put pictures up, organic posts. I found ways to do this and connect with people, people like you, people like, you know, uh, the Mathesons and, you know, Bradley Flower. Some of these people that connected me with others. And now it's funny to me that I have people that will call me. I just got the phone right before you. Uh, with somebody it was like you know teach me how to do social or (laughs) you're everywhere what do you do and how are i seeing you everywhere it's like it's just social and that's the thing about social you can post whatever you want that's right it doesn't have to be real to be you know it can be whatever i mean that's the thing that most people i call it their highlight reel nobody ever posts i had a crappy day today people always post their highlights so Take this opportunity, post that highlight. You may be having the worst day of your life. You post that one picture of you smiling, and people are like, oh, that holidays, you she's always so happy. Well, they don't realize you were having a bad day the mm-hmm. four hours before that. Right. Anyway, um, no, I love social. It's changed my life as well. And um, so, for the agency, once you figure out that brand, what are some tips and some strategies you can tell the audience that's listening? From the account manager standpoint, from an agency standpoint that you can do or that you've done to help brand your agency better, to bring business, to drive business in the door?
1: You know, figure out, and I, I mentioned this, figure out what your market is. Are you, and that involves, look at your book of business, look at your own data within your agency management system. What kind of business are we attracting? Do we have 20 to 40 year olds? That means young millennials, um, new jobs, new houses, babies, or are you like the 30 to 60 year old market? That's a whole other demographic, or are you even older than that? Figure out what your target market is and freaking run with it. Um, you got to do your research. I mean, this content and research and all that, it's not going to just magically come to you. You've got to get in there and look. Look at other people's social media. There's billions and billions of of Articles and webinars that you can do, immerse yourself in it, and then it's not going to seem so hard. You just got to get your feet wet um, and just start doing it. Everybody has to start somewhere. I mean, like I said, we started with two Twitter followers, and I was like, oh oh my gosh. And now it's like I said, it's in the hundreds, and same you know our linkedin everything has grown um but it's not grown overnight i mean we're two and a half years into it and um every day every it well i should say every quarter i have these new goals for myself as i want to get to this number i want to get to that number right and
0: You know what that means. It's a mid-roll ad, a mid-roll ad, a mid-roll ad. And I can't go without talking about my friends over at Canopy Connect. Canopy Connect is your one-click solution to getting the deck pages you need to quote your prospects. You've been hearing me talk about it for almost two years now. And I'm going to continue to talk about them because they are an absolute game changer. Uh, They have customizable links you can send out to your clients, to your potential clients, to your referral partners. And with that link, you get access to deck pages. You get access to claims history. You get access to everything that you need to quote that prospect. Go to usecanopy.com backslash Heath. Get your discount. Check out your demo. Do the whole nine. It's phenomenal. Also, my friends over at CoverDesk. Let me tell you, they have it down uh, on the virtual assistants. They uh, they understand our game. They understand what we do in the insurance industry. And they train the virtual assistants to speak our language, to know what we do on a day-to-day basis. And they know how to jump into your agency and take those administrative tasks off the plate. And they can handle your uh, endorsements. They can handle your certificates. They can handle commission statements they can handle so many tasks in your agency go to coverdesk.com tell andy that i sent you you'll be so glad that you did now let's get back to the show yeah i want to play i want to play a game with you for a second Uh oh let's just route the dome we're gonna have a good time with this i'm interested because you've mentioned several platforms some i love some i don't yeah so I want to ask you a question, and just as quick as you want to, one or two sentences. What's your strategy for Twitter? What do you? What type of stuff do you post on Twitter?
1: Twitter is like quick snippets of. It's like a Twitter is a giant conversation. That's how that's how I think of it. It's this ongoing conversation, and you um, you put your little snippets in here and there as they fit, sometimes you might want to start a conversation and you post something, hashtag the heck out of it, and wait and hope for those comments to come in. So,
0: like, uh, Give me an example of a snippet you might put in that you led the conversation from an agency
1: standpoint. Okay. Um, I mean, you could make it to where it, it, and play on something current that's going on, Um you know, sometimes something like this might get people up in arms a little bit, but, you know, with the pandemic, people's health and different stuff like that, it's opened up a whole new life insurance conversation with people. There you go. And so I might post something that, and we have, we write with a whole lot of carriers and we have access to you know, different marketing materials, um, so I might use so and so's marketing, you know, something from travelers. And I put a caption and some hashtags with it that are thought provoking. Yeah. Um, not or I don't, I don't ever tend to go argumentative. I just want people, I want people to think. Um, I want them to report. You got to grab That's, their attention. Yes, grab their attention. Mm-hmm.
0: Twitter. Okay. We went through Twitter. Uh, let's go Instagram.
1: Instagram is number one right now. That, without a doubt.
0: Number one. Okay. Number one, period. What agency, what are you posting there or what can someone post to grab some attention yep. on IG?
1: Instagram, the best practice there is a combo between your industry and fun, lighthearted stuff. You got to keep that balance. If I'm only posting about insurance on Instagram, it will be a snooze fest and we will lose people left and right. So, um, you know, keep some industry information in there. Like, and I keep it honestly, I keep it simple stuff like um, talking about full glass coverage on your auto policy because not a lot of people even have that. But then I might share. A recipe, um, like, fun fact, in February, it's, um, I can't remember the date now, like February 26th or something, Is National Kahlua Day. I'm going to post a hot chocolate recipe with Kahlua on that day. You know, it's just, it's just, it's things like that. You got to keep it um, applicable, but then a little bit of fun as well. You c- it's like I keeping people on their feet. I love that. LinkedIn. LinkedIn is great. Definitely very, um, it's, it's industry specific. That's where you do a lot of networking with people in your industry or in related industries, especially the carriers that you write with. Um, I use that for a lot of networking. That's probably my top networking platform is, is LinkedIn. Um,
0: so for those insurance agencies that say, or they thumb up or put their nose up to LinkedIn, and say, I don't like LinkedIn. It's crucial in an uh. industry. It's my favorite, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. LinkedIn, if you're an insurance agency owner or account manager or principal or a producer, tell them you know a quick a couple sentences of how they can use LinkedIn.
1: Yeah, LinkedIn first, to me, the first thing you do, and you need to have your own LinkedIn, like you as a person, yeah. And your agency needs a LinkedIn. Um, you okay. need to have them linked to get connected together, so you can kind of go back and forth and post between each one. Um, so that's that's your first step. Second step, do some searching. Find find people in your industry to follow. Find certain industries to follow. And you could even start with the the obvious, like follow. Uh, Forbes, AT&T. If there's some local industries in your area, follow big things like that, and then you'll find the smaller ones to follow. That's going to build your feed. And then from there, you've got good content to share. Why not? And then you'll get more into finding people that are in similar industries as you, that you can do some networking with. and i tell you, you mentioned the Mathisons, Andy and Ryan Matheson. I mean, other than Glovebox, they are like social media gurus, honestly. They have that formula right. You follow them, and I tell oh, yeah. everyone I know, follow them on every platform because they have good stuff to post on all of it.
0: Yeah, they're, they're definitely killing it. Um, and I'm proud to call them friends. And, okay, so last one that I care about. Uh, maybe there's other ones, but Facebook. What's yep. your strategy for the agency on Facebook?
1: Facebook to me is more family oriented. And okay. so, you know, you've, you've got to shift a little bit what you're, you have to shift what you're posting on, on any of these. And hopefully I've kind of, that's kind of come out with what, what I've been saying. But um, like on Facebook, I'll share more things like, within our work team, Um, if someone has something going on, I'll put that on Facebook, like today is Steve's birthday, everybody wish him a happy birthday, Um, it's Maggie's work anniversary, or congratulate John for um, achieving this accomplishment, or, you know, earning a designation, or whatever, because you know what, I'm going to tag them in it, their friends are going to see it. Their family members are going to see it. The more people that see it, the more will like, right. the like it. The more they like it, the more will see it, and so on and so forth.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're smart there. One of the biggest pieces of advice, and I may have stole this from somebody. So if you're listening, I stole it from you. Take the credit later. But what I would say, and I tell those people all, literally every day, people ask me about my social media when someone comments on your daggum feed, respond to it. Hit the That's reply the button right back. I don't care if you cut and paste the same damn thing every time. Okay. Or thank you or appreciate it or love you or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how many times and, you know, I try to be organic with it. But a lot of times I'm if it's 30 comments I gotta get to. I'll just thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate you. Just something because that algorithm, it tells Facebook or it tells LinkedIn, you want interaction. You want engagement.
1: Yeah, that's right. So
0: some people will shy away from it because they're like, I don't have time to do that engagement. But like I said, you can just cut and paste. But um, have you found the same thing? And have you found any other kind of tricks that you figured out within social to get that engagement up?
1: Engagement is key you can post until the cows come home but if you're not out there engaging with people forget it hang it up you're you're really not going to get anywhere and so not only do you respond to comments but you're on there looking at other people's stuff be it individuals be it other businesses liking their posts like someone oh it was this um Iroquois group on Instagram that they're now working with Glovebox. Well, I went on there from the Allegiance page and clicked like and said, hey, congrats, guys. This is great. You're going to love this. Because you know what? The Iroquois group has commented on my Instagram post before. So it's engagement begets engagement. The more you do it, the more you're going to see, and it's going to grow and grow. If you don't have time for it, make time yeah 30 minutes a day.
0: Yeah and goes into time blocking to figure out some sort yep. of time in your day. For me, I have to do it in the mornings you know before I get into my day or you know if I'm waiting on the kids to get in the car, I'm just sitting there I'm just blah blah, blah yeah <laughs> typing it out figuring it out uh, or late at night when I'm about to go to bed. I, I can't do a whole lot during the day because I, I just don't have time but. Yeah. You can find that time. That's the thing. Facebook never sleeps. Social media never sleeps. So you can be up there all all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. But I would say always make sure that you engage. I think that's good advice to engage with other people, yep. as well as engage uh, on your own post. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, moving away for a second. Well, actually, we could we could transition from this. Um, so let's say that Holly Linder. <laughs> This is going to run. Holly wants to connect with lenders, with yeah. mortgage lenders, with mm-hmm. realtors. Uh, yes. Is social media a place you would do that with? Yep. Or is that an old school walk-in-the-door approach or both? Uh,
1: to me, I think it's a, it's a little bit of everything. I mean, why not use social media to find these people? Um we, we've got connections already with a few lenders and realtors, but our goal in 2022 is to grow that. So what I'm doing is I'm going on these lenders and realtors. I'm going on their Instagram. What other people are they following or that are following them? Oh, look, there's um, Naperville Realty write that down, give them a follow or, or something like that to where I could come back to them. Maybe I'll send them an email one day. Maybe I will drop by their office and drop off business cards or whatever. I mean, that's the easiest way. You don't need to buy leads like that, you know, or insurance leads. It's free. It's all out there. Do the work.
0: I mean, same thing with with a, uh, a title agent or a title company. Right. They work with lenders and realtors all the time. Yep. So again, you go find out that kind of stuff that's going to help. Um, mm-hmm. And they all talk to one another. And so uh, and I think that's also a way to be a value add for them and giving them content to share, you know, giving them stuff to talk about. Because a lot of lenders and realtors, they don't understand the insurance industry, just like right. we don't understand their business. Right. So if you can give them some ideas of things they can share, or they can share your posts or whatnot to help their clients mm-hmm. to understand the insurance yep. part of it, I think that's a good way of doing that. What? Um, so I'm gonna pull back. See if I'll let you pull back the curtain a little bit. What? Uh, what else? What other strategies do you have for adding more referral partners in 2022?
1: Okay. So there, you know, what I, what I just mentioned is is going out, doing what I can to find those people. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm researching online. Oh, here's this person. Here's that, that person. Um, As a matter of fact, I just realized within the last week that this one person on Twitter that tends to like a lot of my posts, I knew he was a realtor. He's in my area. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. So I've got to connect with him now because, yeah. you know, this can be a symbiotic relationship. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's also going to, I'm going to get more involved now that it's semi-safe to go out in public. <laughs> I, I don't know. Every day is different. Right. Um, going to more chamber meetings, um, maybe a rotary club sponsoring yeah. a hole at a golf tournament when there's not a foot of snow on the ground. <laughs> that's right. how you, that's how you meet people and that's how you make these connections.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. going back to LinkedIn, um, uh, one of the things I noticed uh, on yours, um, you know, I love reading people's like about section. Yeah, but you you started off with two things you should know about me. I don't know how long ago you wrote this, but I can tell it already. I love to talk, which luckily trans uh, which translates into me developing good relationships with customers and business contacts. So you, like me, love building those relationships, and I think that's huge as an account manager. Uh, because whether you're selling to the public or you got your uh, print or your producers bringing you in business you're talking to that customer regardless whether yeah. you're selling them or not building that relationship is huge yeah
1: and, it is yeah. go ahead yeah you you know that's and, and that is kind of the old-fashioned part of it is that right. at in the end people want a relationship. They they want to feel like they matter to you, be it a a client, be it a company that you're working with, be it a realtor, be it a lender. Right. So take the time to develop that relationship. And you know, if you're smart about it and you pay attention, you can figure out, oh, this is this person likes this kind of conversation. So we'll keep it on this tone, or this person likes it when I ask about her kids. Or when we talk about dogs or whatever else, you find that you always, always find that common ground. And this goes back to when I first started in the industry and I just was taking payments and helping people on the phone. Find that common ground. You're going to win them over. And even if, say one day, they're not your customer anymore, they're always going to remember you. A friend saying, What, where's a good insurance agent? They might throw your name out.
0: Yep. Yep. So I, I think that, that building the relationships is so big. I, and I, again, I go back to this. I think you might be in the minority in some of that. A lot of, like I said, account managers I've talked to clock in, clock out. They want to go um, home. But I think that's a huge part of building that book of business for the agency. Yeah. Is building that relationship. Yep. Good job, and that's awesome. what
1: we want to. That's what we at Allegiance want to be known as. That that's part of our brand is that because Allegiance was started um, as a family business and it's it's grown from that. And so, um, you know, something that I picked up on pretty quick quickly working there was that they work very hard to make their employees feel like family, which I love. And so then that goes a step further to make the customers feel like family. And um, that's what we want to relate to people is that's how we're going to treat you. We're going to treat you like we would treat our grandmother.
0: There you go. I I think that's fantastic. Um, So uh, like the grandmother, that's. Uh, that's really that's cool. That should be you know part of your branding. We want yeah. to treat you like you're our grandma. Yeah, um, I think that's cool. And the other thing that I think is cool uh, that I want to you know start to wrap up with because it's something I think is super cool. Whether it's part of your brand or if it's just part of you as a person or the agency, I love that you're also looking for volunteer and charity work. And I think that mm-hmm. that I know that's probably a Holly Linder thing, but as people are listening and and want to hear more on this show. I want people to hear that because that's a huge way to drive business in the door as well. Not that you do charity work to get business, but it doesn't hurt. Right.
1: You're a hundred percent right. And that's, that's, and I feel fortunate enough to be working at a place where they, they embrace that concept. They were doing, Um, charity and community work before I ever came along. And so, um, you know, the, I hate to even keep using this word, but the pandemic has made it a little harder because you can't get out there like you used to do. Um, One one example, and this was the month, and no, it was the month that the pandemic started. It was early in the month. We did the, um, as an organization, we did the Chicago Polar Plunge. And- uh, Yeah, where we literally jumped into Lake Michigan, and we raised, um, and we're a small agency, we raised $5,000 for the Special Olympics, and that just, that was like one of the best days ever that I've ever had. It was so much fun, and to know what you're what you're doing it for and one of our people ended up being on the news and and then people were like oh y'all are the ones that were on the polar plunge yeah that was us and so we we continue that anywhere that we can Um, I volunteer at a local animal shelter every other weekend and so we've um Allegiance has helped sponsor some things there for that um i mean we're always on the lookout for the next community project um anything like that you know we've done there's an organization called caring uh patriots where you package together thanksgiving meals for veterans um you know you should want to do things like that as as a healthy American. I mean, if you've got breath in your lungs and a roof over your head, then by God, give back to the community. And then the perk of that is that you get to showcase your agency, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just good to get, I think that every agency should be able to give back to the community. And I also think that it's huge. Um, To allow your people to get out and do those things. It's so easy to chain your account managers to the desk
1: and say, you're going to
0: be here from eight to five.
1: Yeah, terrible. I can't think of a worse fate.
0: (laughs) Right? Or you could say, hey, you know what? Uh, Once a month, we're going to get involved in a charity. I want you to get out of the office. I want you to go. Or once a week, go to a B&I meeting or go to a this or that. Find a way to get your, if you're an account manager, tell your boss, you want to get out. If you're a boss of uh, some sort, a manager, a principal, you know, allow your people to get out and about and do stuff. It'll get them more engaged in the community, right. engaged in your agency. You're going to have a better culture. It's never going to hurt to do charity work.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's, it's I, just I good love that all about around.
0: You. I loved that about you. I've seen that. I've seen your posts. I've seen you talk about it. I think it's cool. And and I I hope that more account managers will ask their bosses or, you know, get involved in the community and want to do that. And I'm hoping that more principals and more managers allow their staff to get out. I, I think that's huge.
1: More to come from us on that in 2022. That's definitely, we have a lot of things in the works and I'm super excited about it. So stay tuned.
0: That's awesome. Okay, we have been I feel like it's I've been a squirrel here. I've been all over the map here, but <laughs> I, I love it. Um Holly, I'm so glad that uh you agreed to come on here. Is there anything that I've missed that we haven't talked about? I know there's probably a thousand things, but
1: well, yeah, there's anything like anything that oh, you
0: want to talk about that you didn't get to. Um besides how awesome you are.
1: Oh my God, you're so funny. <laughs> Um, well, I have had a blast on this and I'm looking, I'm like, when you said at the top, it'll be like an hour and it's been almost an hour. I'm like, dear God, I've talked a lot. Um, you know, I, I just want to say how passionate I am about this industry and, um, and growing every single day, the clocking in and out nine to five with no investment at all makes me sad and i can't have a job like that i'm just i'm thankful to be where i am where they let me grow they allow that um and uh you know i wouldn't be me if i didn't say go follow allegiance on all social media
0: there you go (laughs) that's hilarious so uh, besides following Allegiance on social media, how could people, what's the best way people connect with you? If they want to connect with you, ask you questions, yeah. if they want to follow up with how to best treat their account manager or how to have their own client services manager, things like that, how could they find you?
1: Well, I, you know, luckily on social media, there's ways to send people direct messages. So you could sure. always do that. Um, my email. What do you, you check the most? Oh, Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I am by far on Instagram more any day than, okay, in, than so, anything else.
0: Uh, so let me allow show my do my stupidity on this. Can you DM on Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: You can. See, that's,
0: that's how much I didn't know. I need to do better on IG. Um, but anyway. You do. So it's find so worth it. Holly Linder. And that's yeah. L-I-N-D-E-R.
1: Right. On Instagram, um, listen to my Instagram handle. You'll love this. I'm, I'm Holly. It's H O L L Y Holly for tigs, T I G S like, you know, the tigers.
0: Yes. That's awesome.
1: Um, but you can, I mean, if you just find the allegiance account, it's at my allegiance, I N S you'll, you'll find me. And, um, Twitter, I same handle on Twitter and um, and then of course Facebook is, is easy and LinkedIn easy enough as well. But my my email is holly at my So if um, an agency
0: owner or account manager wanted to reach out to you and pick your brain about social media strategy, love it. you're good. Love you it. That. You're okay with that. Love it. Good. Good, good Just good. tell, you know,
1: I'm a, I'm a talker. I will say it again. I'm a talker. So if you have five minutes, it might, I might not be your girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you got 30, or if you got an hour, I- uh, we're cut from the same cloth girl. Why well, do you think I like a microphone? And I'm here on a podcast every week. Anyway, Holly, Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It was so much fun.
1: Um, it, this was great. I have enjoyed this so much. I wasn't sure what to expect. I was like, because I've looked at people you've had on in the past and I'm like, well, I'm, I found myself saying, well, I'm nobody. But then I said, but then I said to myself, no, you're not. You're somebody.
0: Boom. Drop the mic on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for taking. Time to eavesdrop on my conversation with Holly Linder. <laughs> I'm teasing. I invited you to this, so I wanted you to hear this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you reach out to her. Let her know what a great job she did and that uh, the episode really helped you. I really hope that the content we brought you made you a better insurance professional. The only other homework I have for you is to, if you haven't subscribed to the show, make sure you do so. we got some great guests Coming up, even a professional athlete uh, that brings the fire and talks some really good game with us and really pumps us up. And uh, it's a great episode. We've got some other great guests coming on. All the guests are great, but we've got some good stuff coming up. Subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We've also got a mailbag episode coming up where I want you to uh, email me, DM me, whatever videos, uh, audio clips, or just email me. Uh, questions, comments, feedback, anything you've got for the show. And I want to address those and answer those live on the show. I say live, but it'll be recorded. I'll release it. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I I really am excited about that episode. Uh, I've had several people request that I do that, and I think it'd be fun. So we're going to do that sometime in uh, February, I hope, maybe early March, depending on uh, how that all works out. So submit those in to me when you hear this and uh, just grab your phone, do a quick video, uh, ask your question, and I'll put it out there and you can hear yourself on the show. How cool would that be? So uh, I've rambled on. Thank you so much. If you have an idea for your own show, go to my friends over at Ready, Set, Podcast. That's GetReadySetPodcast.com. Ready, Set, Podcast. Turning your brilliant idea into reality. Thanks again, guys, and I look forward to hanging out with you again next week.